When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. あんな強引に答え合わせしてくると思うとなんかさお前がお前なんか俺の妻のこと言ってたっけああ気抜いてたなやられたぜオスプレイセンキューミャオまだまだ余裕があるね<笑><笑><笑> back everybody to wrestling omakaze uh this week is episode number 48 and i am very happy to be joined by returning guest um from joe versus the world the five-star match game joe's fun time arcade is that right fun time arcade yeah and i don't do you have anything else oh that's plenty believe me (laughs) it's joe getting me back on the show hello joe how's it going and um I believe we've learned after today's trial results that uh, Flip Gordon v. John Carroll will not be proceeding. <laughs> <laughs> Flip Gordon. the end of the show. Flip Gordon will not be taking me to court for podcast crimes, apparently, since we've learned that uh, people people being mean to you on Twitter and ruining your <laughs> turkey day 
is not grounds to get paid four million dollars. But I mean, let's go into they're just so ridiculous. That entire case, man. Like I couldn't believe it even got as far as it did. Mm. But I mean, I was talking. I was talking to an attorney about it, like, um, like last week while the case was going on. And he's like, he basically was like, "How did the judge not like let this through dismissal?" But it's pretty, like he said, he thought my mom was lucky just to get it through dismissal. But well. um, anyway, that's that. That was the big news of the day as we record this on a, on a Tuesday here. But we're not going to talk much about that. We'll leave that to probably every other podcast this week. What we are here to talk about is the uh, Best of the Super Juniors, which was a tournament that wrapped up just uh, yesterday as I, as I speak here. Um, and I know, Joe, you had also watched the entire tournament, so... Your yeah. once I figured I needed a I need a guest to go right. over this year's tournament. You came to mind immediately. In fact, I think we almost booked this when I was on the the Dragon Gate five star match game. It wasn't quite confirmed, but we put a little teaser there at the end. So it was pretty much yeah, it was pretty yeah. much on the, on the fly. And uh, yeah. yeah, I watched the whole tag league last year, so you know I, I was down for the entire. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that that that's too far for even for me. <laughs> like I don't watch the New Japan like the New Japan tag league every year is basically like. Well, I'm going to take like two weeks off from New Japan and catch up on everything else mm. that I might be behind on this year. Because like that's when I watch a bunch of like Lucha stuff people recommended all year, which I'm never that into, honestly. <laughs> but that's another story, I guess. But that's when I watch all the Lucha stuff people recommended. That's when I watch like, I'm trying to think of promotion I never pay attention to. I guess I try to get, catch up on like NXT and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I never I never catch the tag league. The tag league, I'm just like, if, the, if there's a really good match, someone can recommend it to me and I'll watch it. But other than that, I'm just like, I can't get through that stupid tag. Like, yeah. But I heard last year was like, okay. They're it was, it was I don't know. It was okay. Like, if you have a tournament that Doc Gallows has won, but uh, Okada has not, you know, that seems a little silly. <laughs> like, what, what are we doing here? Like, what's, what's the point? I just love how, like, well, I mean, it was, it made sense that they finally took the stars out this year because in previous years, it's always like, Okay, well, the stars of this of, of New Japan are going to just tie a giant weight around their neck for no reason. Yeah, like like uh, Ta- Okada's here to team up with uh, Yoshihashi, and yeah. uh, he can't do better Teddy, than that. <laughs> Teddy's going to team up with Chase Owens. It's like God, God bless Chase Owens. I think oh, he's yeah. great actually, but a not not a big win, not a big threat in the win loss column in New Japan. No, um, but yeah, this year they just took everybody out that was already booked for the Tokyo Dome, which made a lot more sense. But, um, but yeah, we're not here to talk about the tag league. No, we'll say that for December. Uh, Best of the Super Junior, um, a tournament that I do watch every year, and um, I guess overall thoughts. We obviously we're going to get into grades and all that stuff, but like this was a very good tournament. By the end, I was, um, I was a little worried there in the middle. The, you know, it started out really hot at court with those two or three Corkins, and. You know, I thought in the middle it really kind of like died down a little bit, especially the A block. But it what it it ended super hot with those last two shows, which the two shows we're going to talk about in detail. So you know, anytime you can end on like two shows as good as the two that ended it, you know, that's obviously going to leave a great taste and a much better taste in people's mouths. So you know, it was a I, I wouldn't put it quite on the same level as last year. I thought last year was more consistently good, but this year might have peaked higher for me. I don't know. I think that's fair. It's always tough. Like, well, here are two blocks of 56 matches. Like, which one was better? Like, it's hard to keep track of exactly everything. But I think that's fair. The peaks this year were higher. Last year may have been a little more consistent. But, I mean, just saw a lot of great wrestling these past couple weeks. I'm very happy. 
Yeah, so I mean it was a it was a it was a very good tournament and we'll get into all the all the individuals who took part in it. Um but let's talk about the the first two nights first. Let's get into or the last two nights I should say. Let's like talk about the two most recent shows in detail. Um first the June third Corican, which was um the only show on the tour that featured all the A the all the A block and B block matches on one show, which really made for a great like eight match show. It was uh you know, just one match after another of uh, of the of the junior league matches. You yeah, know, last a lot year of... they uh, they started the the tournament with everyone on yeah. the same show, but they ended it, which I think works a lot better. Yeah, and they, like when you're starting out, you can you know the hype level is high enough that I can sit through a bunch of like whatever tags. But if you try to do that at the end, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I don't know if I would have sat through the entire shows. Um, but yeah, so it opened up with ACH against Tiger Mask. Um, First thing I noticed with this match is ACH's Tiger Mask getup was awesome. I yeah, thought he, he, uh, he looked good, and he clearly—I mean, it's something he clearly thought about and put some thought into. Yeah, and um, this this was a pretty good match. I went like three and a quarter on it. Um, the, the some observations I noticed, like don't don't try to chop people on the post, everybody. Um, <laughs> like it literally worked. never works. No, no, I was gonna say it just worked for Marafuji like three times in a row. Uh, against against uh you know against Miyahara. Yeah, I, right. I think I think it was in the title match. It might have been the champion carnival final. One of the two. I, I was just, I was just amazed watching it. Like I kept waiting for him to miss, but like it worked for him like three times. He did it on three different posts. I was like, how did someone tempt fate this many times and actually get get the chop off all three times? Here ACH tried it once and it was like up oh, right into the post. Yep. <laughs> so um and I also thought ACH like you know, he stole the Tiger Driver, which is pretty cool. Um, he, like, really laid into Tiger Match with chops at one point, and he was laying into people all tour with the chops, honestly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the Tiger Suplex counter into the roll-up finish I thought was pretty neat, too. This is a, a very fun opener. Yeah, it's always uh, it's always tough when you have matches where both guys are eliminated. It technically doesn't mean anything. But this was still, like, a good, well-worked match. And for both guys who I think Kind of overachieved a bit for me in my mind throughout the tour. Yeah, I mean, I thought they both had a pretty good tour. Yeah, and we'll get into that when we talk about everybody's. Uh, we have like grades for everybody and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, this these two were I thought two of the better people in the A block, as we'll talk about. Um, the second match, Bushi and Kanemaru. Um, <laughs> Bushi, he's literally drop kicked the whiskey out of Kanemaru <laughs> before the bell. Which I thought was awesome. Um, there was uh, Kenamar, the one thing Kenamar kept doing on this tour was he kept like moving out of the way of dives and throwing young boys in the way. Mm-hmm. I just remember thinking like all these young boys are they're gonna know how to catch catch people <laughs> on dives, I guess, because they're getting a lot of practice from Kenamar throwing them in the way. But yeah, Oka got like pancaked. Uh, I think it was the night before. I, mean, I can't remember if it was this show or not, but he got taken to the back because I think he smacked his head catching a dive. Ooh, okay. I didn't even I didn't even notice. I think it was the night before, mm. yeah. Um the only thing that I really didn't there was like a really bad botch on like a tornado DDT in this match. Mm. That, that was like the only thing that took it down a little bit for me, but the finish was just so like inventive. Cause you have these two guys who both do a spit thing, right? Ibushi does the the splitting the black mist and Kenamaru does the spitting the whiskey. So Bushi like he blocks the whiskey spray, he gets his own mist spray. And I don't know about you, but I was like, I thought 100% that was going to be the finish. Yeah. 
No, I'm kind of like, oh, cool, cool win. But then they actually pulled something else out. And then Cannon Lara somehow, through that whole kick roll up and everything else, he manages to fucking hold this whiskey in his mouth the entire time and then spits it in Bushi's face and then hits a deep impact for the pen. I mean, that was just like, <laughs> how did he hold that whiskey? Like, he took a, he took a bump. Yeah. Like, yeah. he kicked out of it. That man can hold his alcohol. <laughs> he can literally hold his alcohol. Like I just that was maybe the most impressive thing on the show. That's right. That's probably the most impressive thing all tour for him. <laughs> oh, yeah, he didn't have a great tour, but but yeah, that this match was I, I other than the botch, I enjoyed it because it was just like these two like Rudo-y motherfuckers like trying to out cheat each other. So which I I always enjoy that kind of thing. Indeed. Uh, match three to Gucci and Saban. Do you want to start on this one? Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought this was um, two guys who were just kind of there on the tour. I thought, man, don't have a ton to say. I thought it was a nice, well worked match. Uh, yeah, Gucci won. It's all kind of to get out of this one. I I actually really liked this one a lot. I went four stars on it. I oh, thought wow. um, I thought the the there was like some really fun grappling at the start that ended with Saban getting like a this really cool like springboard arm drag thing. Um, that I thought they did like a they did a really fun little comedy spot with Taguchi having like a very hard time getting out of Saban's wrist lock, and then he finally had to get the ropes, which is I thought was a cute little spot. Um, and then you know the finishing stretch with Saban like he get, he kicks out of the Dodon, and Taguchi is like ready right away to immediately grab him in the ankle lock and get the submission. I almost thought that was kind of like a. I mean, th- this could be me reading too much into it, but like everybody was kicking out of the Dodon all tour. So I thought maybe it was almost like him being like, I'm ready for it this time. I'm ready for the kick out. Because he like pounced on him immediately. It was almost like a Joe, tran- you know, it's like a Samoa Joe transition almost. Mm. So I thought that was really clever. And yeah, I don't know. I like this one a lot. And I, I probably liked both guys more than you did on the tour. So, but yeah, I thought this was a really fun match. I think it only went like 10 minutes, but. Yeah, about 11. Yeah, I, I thought it was a very, very strong 11 minutes. So. Um, but then we get to a match I think we'll probably both agree on, which is El Desperado and Dragon Lee. Um, what did you think about this one? Oh, this match! This match ruled. Like I thought, you know, but I thought both guys were awesome the, the whole tour, and they worked super well together. I just really love the visual. The Desperado had the ripped mask, but his hair was just kind of hanging down in front, and then uh, kind of an extra level of, of hate in this one. And um, yeah, Desperado got the win, and then he ripped Dragon Lee's mask off afterwards. So, did you? Th- everyone thought like, "Oh, they're building to a mask match." I'm like, "Oh, they wouldn't do that in New Japan, but maybe they are." I don't know. That would and be- they they did Dragon Lee like really challenged him after the in a promo oh, afterwards. So I don't I don't know. Sometimes they just like like Desperado and Liger look like they're going towards a mask match at one point, and they they really did challenge each other, and it just never happened. So I'm not sure if that's really where we're going, but they definitely the two of them wanted to do it, especially Dragon Lee. So. Um, Do you think that'd be a good step for Desperado? Kind of move. Yeah, I mean, I they've been teasing a lot of stuff with him and her and Aromu, and the fact that you know, you know, long time people you have to be kind of a long time fan of New Japan, which you are. So I, just, I don't know why, but for the listener at home, you know, met the person under the mask of Desperado, um, you know, he had a long history with Hiromu when they were both long, young lions. I mean, Hiromu's never beaten him in a singles match, which I thought was awesome that they continued that. Um, and their best of Super Junior match. And I think it's something like 15 and 0 is the record. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, if you include like Lucha and because uh, they had some matches in Mexico too, apparently. So if you include all of that, 
than than Desperado is uh you know it's like 15 and 0 against him and they even they teamed together at one point too for a little while I think they, they entered like they they teamed together in DDT at one point mm-hmm. as like a young boy thing so like that was so they they've teamed together and been rivals so I mean when when Desperado beat Hiromu at Corican you know Hiromu when he's getting carried off. All he said was, because, you know, they, and instead of doing a post-match promo, he just said he hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> I thought was a great fucking line. And the kind of thing where, like, they're really teasing hard, you know, the the past with, with who, who Desperado really is. So, and, you know, and, and Dragon Lee, when he, you know, in the promo afterwards, Desperado said to Dragon Lee, like, did you really want to see my face that bad? <laughs> Which was, like, I thought was such a cool line. And, like, Dragon Lee made it clear that he was tearing it Desperado's mask because Desperado was tearing at his mask, you know? And so yeah. if you locked your mask, I'm going to go after yours, which I think is a really cool little thing. So yeah, I mean, this match was like fucking awesome. Um, you know, I went four and a quarter on this. I thought it was just like the two of them just doing these insane dives. Um, like at one point, Lee did this dive where he went over the top, flipped, and somehow like landed right on his feet. And then Desperado like <laughs> immediately starts begging off right after that until he gets like a, a chance to hit him with a chair, which is a cool little character moment for him. Um, I mean, Lee started out off the match by like, you know, with a drop kick and then like a, a dive and then a plancha right after, which is cool. And then, you know, Lee, he, he got the whole mask off, which I don't know if that was really the plan or not. Yeah. I don't know if that was meant to happen or he just got a little overzealous, but he like, he tore that mask. I like, I mean, if he didn't have that long hair, his face would have been exposed. Yeah, and Desperado, like, I, I don't know, maybe maybe it was the plan because Desperado was really skilled at covering his face with his hair, but then there were times where it looked like he kept readjusting it, and like he was like, oh shit, can they see me? But um, the cameraman did a great job, too. Hmm. Like, you could tell the, camera, the cameraman, like, did not let you get a good shot of his face. You know, they, they probably could have gotten, gotten a shot of his face if they had, uh, you know, if they had really tried. Um, but yeah, there was like a, oh, there was another cool moment where Desperado, like, you know, he countered that corner stomp that Dragon Lee always does with basically like a spider belly to belly suplex. Mm. But then he spent so long trying to fix his mask hanging upside down that he let Dragon Lee recover and like hit a drop kick to his face anyway, which I thought was like a really cool spot. And again, shows how like, because Desperado's mask was like all ripped up. He was basically at a huge disadvantage. Um, and then Dragon Lee also yelled out Shibata when he did the PK. Yeah, he's like Shibata's student all of a sudden. Which... Yeah, he loved Shibata. I mean, he came out with that with the wrestler. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a, you could tell he's like a massive weep. You know, he's like, yeah. he loves his, uh, he loves Jap- Jap- the Japanese culture and the, and Puresu. So, you know, I hope he continues to come as many times as he wants. Um, but yeah, this was fucking awesome. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Desperado and Lee? No, that was an awesome match. All right, the next one, I'm sure, is the one we're, the first one we're really going to disagree, which was uh, Flip Gordon, Will Ospreay. Uh, why don't you go first? Because I'm sure you probably like this more. Than I, I, I like. I actually, I love. I, I like this match a lot. I thought it was um, uh, uh, Flip's best showing. I thought it was a good match for Osprey too. Yeah, I just thought it was like super well worked. I liked all the high spots. I thought. Uh, Came together well, had some nice twists and turns, and uh, Osprey with the win. So I'll I'll turn it over to you because I'm sure you're chomping at the bit. <laughs> um, I mean, look the 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 early stuff with Flip's dumbass stuff with the handstand and everything. That's whatever people can 
disagree on whether that's cool or hokey. I get that. The thing I mostly didn't understand was like there was like a really long headlock in here. And it was the only like really long rest hold on the entire show. And I I, I didn't really see anyone like giving them any hate over that. It's like this is the kind of thing like Randy Orton gets torn apart for. And like it was a really long rest hold. It was like at least a few minutes. And, you know, I get it. They got to catch their breath because they just uh, did 5,000 dives. But, may- but like, I don't know. Like, the match clearly wasn't laid out very well if they're doing a long rest hold, like, five minutes in. Um, so that was one complaint. Um, flips, I thought Flip's selling was, like, <laughs> well, I mean, in general, I think his selling is really hideously bad. And when he starts in on the, like, no, no, no stuff, especially, like, that's where, like, he... You know, he's in there with Will, who's you know not a great seller either. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, as people really get mad about the Will Ospreay like screaming, and it can be hokey at times. It can be really hokey. But I will take that over like flips, like very unconvincing. No, no, no. Like I'm putting, I might be putting too much emotion into my voice. <laughs> But I don't know, like, I really just hate that, the way he sells, which is like, it just doesn't sound convincing at all. And, you know, part of it, he's really green. So I get it. He's only been in the best of three years. So I'm sure he, he that's, that's stuff he can improve upon. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying he's always going to suck, but it just, it stands out on a tour like this when everybody else is like, you know, much better at all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I also thought there was like a really classic, like flip delay where he jumped on the middle rope from the apron and hit some Phoenix Flash thing. Like, a lot of the dives he does, like, he just, he really seems like he needs extra time to steady himself compared to some of the other people. And maybe that's because he's doing harder stuff, but, like, it really stands out for me sometimes. Um, and the super kick counter of the Oz cutter, I thought was, like, one of those really, like, uh, here comes the move, like, hokey counters. So... I guess that's my full complete list. Oh, oh, is that all? all right. <laughs> I went. Um, I I gave it like two and three quarters. I didn't like. I thought some high spots were cool, but no. If if Randy Orton started doing space t- uh, flying tiger drops to the floor and landing on his feet, then he can do all the chin locks he wants after that. As far as I'm concerned, and maybe it's just me, but uh, Will's yelling doesn't really register with me because when I, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's uh. Whatever, but I went back, and even when I kind of noticed it, I was on the lookout, and noticed it. It didn't really bother me at all that much. I mean, maybe it's just me. I see. I, I I'm torn on this because I sometimes I think it's just really funny, but it doesn't it doesn't actually take me on the match as much as I would expect. Like, I don't know what it is with him. Maybe like, like okay, when he when he does it for like really basic moves, that's where it annoyed me. Like the one time I can, the thing I can really pinpoint is. Very early in the match against Kushida at Wrestling Duntaku, like Kushida had him in like a fucking, I don't, I don't even know what it was, like a wrist lock or some really basic move, and he was screaming. And it's like, buddy, it's like two minutes into the match, and he had you in a wrist lock. Calm the fuck down. But so, so that's the one ones what really annoys me when he gets later into the match and when like you know he's having a an otherwise really good match, and you know he might be get might get a little yelly. It doesn't. It doesn't really take me out of it, and that's why I, you know, I've still given some of his matches this year very high marks. You know, I give him four and a half, I think, twice now already. So, I, I doesn't. It doesn't bother me. As, I, I know as much as it bothers some people. I do think it's worth pointing out because sometimes it could be really silly, and 
I think it's his big flaw as a as a worker right now. But it doesn't it does not bother me as much as flip selling bothers me. Because flip flip is the opposite pro- I'd rather have someone who is trying too hard to sell and you know because clearly to me will why does will do this will does this because he internalized the what was the criticism with him right it was always you don't sell you know so that's why i would assume that will will osprey started doing this so i get that and i i get what he's trying to do and even though it, it might be goofy sometimes it doesn't really bother me the flip stuff is just like well you don't know what you're doing <laughs> like a person in pain is not going to say like no 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 calmly it's just not how a person is going to express pain. So that takes me out of it much more than the Will Ospreay one. But that's my, that's just my opinion, I guess. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, match number six, Yo and Taiji Ishimori. Um, I didn't really care much for this. It was okay. Um, Will at will ringside waiting to find out if we'll make the final or not was a, a nice touch, but I just there wasn't much there for me until the, the like the crazy flash pin sequences towards the end. I don't know. What did you like this more than I did? Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I thought uh, I mean we'll get to Yo. He had a really solid tournament. I just really liked the booking of Will being out there and seeing his stablemate get tapping out and seeing him not advancing. I thought it was a very nice bit of drama and the match itself. It, it was fine. He I had think both great... guys did better. Well, Ishimori certainly did better. The, yes. uh, <laughs> the next night, but yes. Um, Will, Will had a great Will face at the he end, did. I have to say, when he was like, again, that's one of his acting, like, kind of moments. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with him, I find it charming, though. I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big fucking hypocrite. I don't know. Someone mm-hmm. can uh, call me out on it, I guess. But, well, like, Will's acting and his goofiness doesn't bother me like Flips does. I should just, like, I don't know, like, compare them side by side or something. Um, but match number seven. Show against Smarty Squirrel. Um, I so this was kind of boring early on with not a lot happening, but it got really physical later on, which is you know where I think it really picked up for me. Uh, right around the time like Show hit this like super hard lariat, which like he almost decapitated Marty. Um, and then I also thought Marty like grabbing Show's fingers and doing that the goofy finger break thing, which I usually hate, but he did it while Show was doing like his arrow pose. So I thought that was kind of clever. It's like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna waste time to taunt that I'm gonna grab your fingers and break them, buddy. So I thought that was a cool spot. Um, and then show like broke the umbrella at one point, <laughs> like broke it right over his knee, and then hit this like cool last drive into a lung blower. Um, and then obviously, you know, they the the they had all this stuff at the towards the end about like show is going for his package pile driver thing. Does that have a name yet? I have the shock name. arrow. The shock arrow, thank you. He couldn't do it. He couldn't hook it because of his finger damage, which I thought was like, I was like, wow, that's the first time in a long time I can recall the the Marty finger break thing actually playing into the finish. <laughs> so that was good. Um, and then show he still like just uses pure power, just, like power out of the chicken ring right into the pile driver for the pin, which was, I thought, a really cool finish. Uh, and a good little payoff for the whole like Marty numpty hunters thing where he was he kept saying like he was gonna on this unstoppable roll after he lost his first couple matches so um but, but yeah this was a it paid off the i thought it paid off the storyline with marty i thought it was a you know it continued show show thing of like you know winning with his power because you know clearly being positioned as a power junior um 
And I thought it was, I, you know, I went three and three quarters on it by the end. I thought it was very good. Probably, probably Marty's best match, I think. Or no, I think second best. I really didn't like his tour that much, but I thought this was a really good match. Yeah, probably. I, this went over 20 minutes, probably too long. And we saw much longer matches this whole tour. I think I did the math. And I think the matches were a bit under, the average match was a bit under three minutes longer, which is quite a bit more time. And that's not including the final, right? That's not including the finals, no. Yeah. And the yeah. finals were the, was the longest match in Super Junior's history, period. Yeah. So, yeah, a bit too long by half, but some very, very good stuff. Some, you know, like you said, the finger breaking on the shock arrow, kind of stuff paying off nicely. So, uh, good stuff by the end. Um, then the main event, Hiromu Kishida. You can, why don't you start on this one? What do you think of this one? Uh, certainly not their best. I mean, I, I still liked it. Not their best match by, you know, not, not even close. Um, yeah, the very long lockup sequence, I, you know, was, See, I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, thought it was, I just thought it was just kind of odd as I was watching it. Maybe if I go back in retrospect, I'd appreciate it more. Um, solid match overall. Like, I don't know if they were kind of not so much taking it easy, but Hiromu knew he was going to go to the finals and just go completely balled oh, out yeah. the next night. So he was it, taking it a little bit easier. In his second, the, the B block is worth noting that they had to do three straight nights. Yeah. So, like, I think, I think they were taking a little bit. Hermo, Hermo, definitely. I think that's a good point that he was taking a little easy here. Yeah. So, I mean, with the, given what these two have done in the past, it's probably a little disappointing, but probably more understandable given the circumstances. And still, still a well worked match. I mean, I still won four stars on it, so I still thought it was really good. Um, you know, I but I was more into like the slow, like um, you know, the lockup step at the start. Um, you know, I thought like I basically felt like the all. Maybe in, into the middle, it was a little bit boring. But by the end, once once Hiromu was like trying to take shortcuts again, you know, he he like he raked the eyes at one point, and like it really felt like he was, um, I don't know how to describe this. Like he was capturing the essence of his character, where it's like he is a guy who he might be beloved by the crowd, but he's still willing to take these fucking shortcuts. He just gets for some reason he just gets cheered for them anyway, which is really cool, I guess, if you can uh you can pull it off. But then everything after the the eye rake I thought was awesome, where like Hiromu countered or the Kimura into the dynamite plunger, which is one of the best counters of the entire tour, I thought. Um and then we got the the debut of the under the double underhook pile driver here, which was like um you know, Kushida he was struggling on the triangle choke, which is called the D, by the way, for those who've seen the GIFs or the still images of, like, Hiromu talking about his D. <laughs> this is what he's talking about. Um, but he... So Kashia struggles to get make the ropes. He gets the ropes. Hiromu just, like, hits this disgusting double underhook pile driver. Drops, like, right on his head. Like, I, underhook isn't even the right word because it's like a... I don't know. It's like a butterfly yeah, underhook. Yeah, he kind of like butterflies his arms almost to the side and not like locking his hands like, have together. Have you ever seen that before? Because I don't know. No, he just... Like, he just decided to invent a new move. Sure. He's like, well, let me invent the sickest head drop I can come up with. Because she's like, I'll take it. So. No. He's like, my <laughs> tour is done pretty much, so go for it. <laughs> but yeah, then he, he locks it right back in and that gets the win. So I... Yeah, by the end of it, I was really, really into it. And, you know, like you said, definitely not up to the level of their matches last year. You know, the the match at the Dome and the match at Duntaku were both like, you know, I think I went four and three quarters in them both. But this was still, I still thought it was a really good match and a good main event. So, but it, you could definitely tell that Hiromu was like, I need to save something for tomorrow. Mm. I'm going to 
I'm going to be uh, really, really, uh, you know, throwing it all out there. But overall, I thought this was a really great show. I mean, almost nothing bad. You know, lots of good stuff. And it just flew right by. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I have to say, I always have to give credit for these round-robin tournaments because they have to be such a pain to come up with. You know, getting your wrestlers, putting them in blocks for fresh matchups and spacing out big matches, but still telling a story. But having matches where, you know, you have a, a drawing match on every show and having, you know, the points come out at the end. Because I tried I tried predicting every match as I went, and it's such a pain by the end because you're like, oh, oh, wait, this guy has a tiebreaker over this guy, so I got to start all over. So I always, mm-hmm. you know, I know there are a ton of these in Japan, but, you know, it's always an impressive effort when have you have you a, tried, a good tournament. Have you ever tried to book one for like a, a game or something? Because I, I have, and it's like really difficult. It is, yeah. I mean, every time I'll get like all the way to the end and be like, oh, um, like, you, like you're saying, like, oh, this guy, he has a tiebreaker now. That's not good. I can't do that. Yeah, and, like, yeah. and back in the day, like they used to at least do like those, um, like at one point, like the top three people in a block would make it to like the semis or the finals and, you know, at least the top two. Now it's just been like the winner of each block. Yeah. You don't do a semifinal anymore. So like you really cannot have, you have no margin for error. You have to get your two people into the final that are supposed to be there basically. So yep. yeah, it's just very, it must be very difficult. Um, But yeah, so that was the June 3rd show. And then we get to June 4th, which is the next day also at Cork and Hall. Um, not a ton to talk about on the, on the opening matches. I like the, I like the Suzuki Goon chaos match with, uh, with Rapungi Vice and Goto against Taichi, uh, Kanemaru and Desperado. I thought that was good build for both title matches and, Obviously, I got to kick out of seeing my boy Taichi back after a while. Seeing like he, all the heavy, seeing all the heavyweights is like it had a you know this kind of appeal because we hadn't seen them in forever. It's like yeah, oh my god, Yujiro, awesome! Yeah, because like they they were wrestling all this time except for I think Tanahashi, Okada, and Omega. I think had most of the tour off, but but like they were on all these shows. It's just like they were not making tape because no. only the four junior matches were making tape. So. Um, but yeah, it was cool seeing these guys back again. And like I said, I really, I thought Taichi came off like a star here as he usually does. I hope he wins the never open weight title. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a cool little six man, I thought. And then we had the LIJ versus Sekigun match. I have to bring this up because of ACH's crazy dance moves <laughs> to Nito's theme song. Like, what the fuck was that? Nice. <laughs> Yeah, is Naito has his catchy dance tune, so uh, ACH did some dancing. Do you think they planned that? I really don't think they did. I like, don't. I, I think no. I don't think so. Because Naito had this look on his face, like he had no idea what was going on. He was bemused, but also like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. So if he, if he, they had planned that, if ACH told them beforehand, like he did a really good, he's a really good actor. Then yeah. Um. But yeah, when he like he, he basically like encouraged ACH to do it again. And acted like he was gonna do it with him, and then like kicked him from behind. Yeah. <laughs> he he actually got booed at Corkin for that. You like, yeah, I, I know. Jeez. Can you even think of the last time he got booed at Corkin? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, then you know there was also like another moment where like Dragon Lee like busted out Naito's own corner combo, which I thought was really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, this was a, that, that was a fun eight man tag. Um, the other thing I didn't mention too is uh, Chris Sam was on commentary on the English feed. I don't know if you were watching that. I did like, watch the, uh, the English one, yeah. In the semifinal, he really was getting like hardcore, like notice me senpai towards Okada. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> he really loves him some Kazuchika Okada. Hey, if he, man knows where his bread's buttered. He wants to come back. Then, uh, um, he but, knows the score. <laughs> like, Okada gave, like, this post-match promo, and, like, right before he started talking, like, Saban was like, I hope he says my name. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then when, after the promo was over, he's like, are you sure? When the, the guy, they have a guy there translating now, and Saban just, like, turns to him and says, are you sure he didn't say Chris Saban's a favorite wrestler? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we would have picked up on that. Even Yeah, he was cracking me up. But... But I guess we can get into the main event now. The best okay. of the Super Junior Final. Um, <laughs> overall, what do you think of this match? Oh, the, I, I, this is up there in all time Super Juniors I, Finals matches. It was this match is incredible. Did you watch it live or did you see it? I didn't see it live, but I was I was not really spoiled. I I thought maybe I was spoiled by her only one, but I wasn't like a hundred percent sure. So when I was watching, I I was like not. I didn't feel like confident that her only one basically. So. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of thought, uh, I kind of thought Taiji would uh, would win, given he's the new guy and could get the big boost. But with Harumu, I, I wasn't sure. And yeah, I, I did watch this live. This kind of aired the perfect time to get it, just before I had to get my son up for school. And I was just, God, it's just so enthralling and just so much back and forth, so much craziness in this. Like, you thought the double underhook pile driver to uh, Kushida was bad. The one he gave him here, I was like, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus! Like, I literally like stood up. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> I wrote like, this man. I wrote a whole list of spots because there's so many of them. There, yeah, I mean. But, like, there's the main thing, main takeaway from this. Um, I mean, I listened to Dave Meltzer talk about it today, which, you know, I don't I don't always listen to The Observer still, but I, I like hearing, like, his takes on matches sometimes. He said it was, like, one of the ten best matches I've ever seen. Yeah, which, that was. That yeah, he's seen a lot of matches. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of thought that might be a little bit strong, but then when I, I, I went back and rewatched it, like, um, you know, today with the Japanese commentary this time, just to give that a try, and like, it, it was still really fucking good. I mean, yeah. I want five stars on it, and it's my match of the the first match I gave him five stars this year, and my match of the year. And I, I was trying to think if there's, first of all, I was trying to think if there's ever been a better best of the Super Junior Final, and I mean, nothing like jumped out at me as being definitively better. I mean, um, I still remember the um, was it '97, the Samurai. Kinemoto one, but I haven't seen that in like ten years. So maybe that, maybe it's not, maybe it's not close. But still, I, like, there's some good, there's some really good ones. But like when, um, when in the voice wrestling Slack, someone said like it was their least favorite one of the last five years. So I was like, what? Huh. Because like the last five, uh, th- there's been some really good ones. But like the only one I would put like even close to this is Kushida and uh, Kyle O'Reilly. But even mm-hmm. that one, like I, I went like four and three quarters on. It. I still wouldn't put it quite at this level, and. You know, the, the other thing I was trying to think of, like, is where this match would rank last year, because I think last year was, you know, a better year for in ring than this year has been so far. And I still think it might be like top three. Yeah. So, I mean, this was a really incredible match. I mean, they yeah. went out there and decided that they were going to have a, you know, a, one of these all timer matches. And they did this like six days before Dominion. Which is the craziest part to me. Six days before Hiromu has to turn around and wrestle a third match from the top with Will Ospreay now after he won this. He was like, I'm just going to go out there and, you know, have the fucking match of the year. And that's what he did at Corrigan Hall in front of 1,800 people. And, you know, that's why he's he's so fucking great, you know? Like, it doesn't matter what the building is. It doesn't matter what the stage is. Like, he, he had some really, some classic matches all throughout this tournament and just, I don't know. He doesn't, he's not, he doesn't believe in saving himself, clearly. No. He worked the, the Ring of Honor War of the Worlds tour. Like, 
right before this, the best of the Super Juniors kicked off, like the week before. He he and Bushi both did, but I'm sure they were uh, that added a little bit of a degree of difficulty, just being yeah. exhausted, and then just but this, yeah, it's like the end of a tour, and right like six days before Dominion, like oh my god. I mean, yeah, and and I want to understand Taiji either because this was no. this was the best match. He, you know, I've seen a lot of Taiji Ishimori matches. You know, I've followed his career ever since he started in Toyomon X, and this was the best I've ever seen him look. Um, I thought like he is a guy that saves himself up for this for this one yeah. match. I think like he he's not, doing okay. He he was like he he got through the to- the tour um, without really like you know going crazy or anything on any of these matches. But boy, did he he was ready for this one. That was pretty clear. Um, so let's go through some of these spots here. We have the the first of all the the Ishimori did like a backflip out of a sunset, uh, the sun you know that sunset bomb her yep. to the floor, lands on his feet perfectly, and immediately they start forming each other. Like that's one of the coolest fucking things I think I've ever seen. And that was like a minute into the match or something. Yeah. And you know they do like a long form exchange. They brawl up into the crowd. Um, Hiromu does that running fucking crazy drop kick that he did against Desperado, um, like on the when you first walk out into into the Arden Stand area, basically. And you know the, he he gets a hell of a head start when he does that. Um, and then probably the I think the most crazy part of this match when Ishimori countered a power bomb into a Rana that sent Hiromu tumbling down the stairs. I I fucking screamed. When I saw this, like, when I was watching this, I scared the shit out of my girlfriend because I just was like, I could not believe that he was taking, like, not, he didn't just roll down one or two stairs. He went all the way down the cork and stairs, like, head over, like, so much shit could have gone wrong there. Yeah, he could have, like, hit his head or a hundred other things. Could have broken his fucking neck. Yep. Like, yeah, it's just not like no, like I said, this wasn't a slow roll, like oh, go down like to like a stair and then like grab the railing and like ease your way down. Like he went down the stairs. Yeah. Like I that that was the only spot in this match where it's like you probably you guys probably shouldn't have done that. But I mean it's one of those things I'll I'll probably I'll never forget. It's like no. it reminds me of uh you know the other one I can think of is when Samoa Joe versus Sting in TNA. When Joe does that drop kick, like a flying drop kick, on yeah, the, the flying drop kick Jesus where he like Christ. jumps from like one stair down into the into the crowd and like lands right, like yeah, that that's another to me. It's like right up there with that one as far as like craziest like crowd brawling stair spots. Um, but yeah, and then there's there's like a four wheelbarrow at one point where like Hiromu like grabs Ishimori and like wheelbarrows him and like drops him right on the ground. I was like that had to fucking suck for Ishimori. And then right after that, Hiromu does like his crazy shotgun drop kick off the apron. Um, but yeah, then they did some great drama with the crossface, where I really thought I was like, "Oh, did Tai just win this here?" Like I was like, <laughs> I really thought like he might have had the win there. And then you know, Ishimori like at one point he he like lands on his feet after like a, this huge release German from Hiromu, but then like runs right into like this huge overhead belly to belly into the corner, which is. A really cool sequence. Hiromu does like the craziest Larry you'd ever seen with mm. uh, Ishimori, like doing like three flips in midair or something. Um, but yeah, there's just like there's like a leg, this weird like leg round to the midsection off the top rope. Hiromu did that. He did it to Kushida too in the Wrestle Kingdom match. So it was that it was that same spot. And <laughs> and then finally, Hiromu no sold a reverse Rana. 
which is like, I was waiting for somebody. I might, someone else went in Nutria might have done it, but this is the first one I could think of because that no, that reverse run has become such like a go-to, like, um, you know, end of match spot. And Hiromu just fucking no-sells it. And it hits a reverse run of his own. Um, yeah, that's like Taiji, like, kind of started to lean forward, but then kind of, so it wasn't, it was not like a clean. Yeah. It was amazing. Just, like, had a landing on that one, too. And then he got amazing. dumped on his head. It was amazing Hiromu even got him over. Yeah. Um, then there was another crazy lariat where, like, Ishimori hits the lariat. Hiromu does, like, you know, he does, like, a flip and, like, lands on his neck somehow. Yeah. And then he kicks out one, which was, you know, one of those, like, jump up moments. Um, but yeah, there was, and then we get into the all the stuff with the D, where Hiromu does like this twisting arm drag counter of the bloody cross. It was a really cool counter, and nobody had been countering that move from Ishimori almost all tour. Um, and then you know he gets the D. Taiji tries to lift him. The D is a triangle choke, by the way, if you don't know. Um, Taiji tries to lift him into a power bomb. He fails. Um, the thirty minute mark hits. He lifts him again and power bombs him into the quarter. He's the first person to break that fucking move in the entire tour. But they say like a bit of death for everybody else. And finally someone breaks the D on Hiromu. And it's just it's such a great moment. Um, then Hiromu gets it again. Ishimori like escapes quickly in a powerbomb lift again. So then Hiromu like head drops him with that insane butterfly arm pile driver and locks in the D again. The exact same finish as the Kashida match with the you know the butterfly arm into the into the uh into the D, but this time Taiji makes the ropes, which was like, I, that was like blew my mind, because it was like, how the fuck did Taiji make the ropes mm. after all that? And then, you know, Hiromu, you know, he does the the time, he goes to the time bomb, he gets counted into the bloody cross, Hiromu counters that into the corner charge, and then he hits the time bomb and wins, which was just a, such a fucking fantastic finish, and yeah, this was like the definition of a five-star match to me. I don't, I don't even know where like what you could really nitpick with this if you tried. So like I thought both guys selling was amazing. I thought both guy, you know, both guys hit every everything they tried, even when it looked like they were gonna like, you know, slip up, they managed to like pull it out at the end, like with that reverse Rana. I just this is as close to a perfect match as you can get, I think. Yeah, no, it was it's perfect in every regard. Like I can't really find a fall with it. So man, just uh, uh, super into a super tournament. And then Hiromu afterwards, he um <laughs> when Roll Osprey came out, you know, for the big challenge for Dominion, Hiromu's big response was, Thank you, meow. <laughs> and then Roll <laughs> Osprey turns, he turns to the camera and says, You motherfucker, now you're dead. Which, but he's also trying so hard not to laugh. I'll bet. Which, which is really great. And then Naito broke the trophy. <laughs> oh. oh, I love them so much. But, so, but, uh, Hiromu's got a win on Sunday, uh, Saturday, right? I would think so. Yeah, I mean, um, he loses all, after all this. Ugh, I don't know. But I, I really like Will's, Will's title run, so I'm not, you know, I don't think it's time for that to end. So I don't know. Right. But I think Hiromu, with all the momentum he has, I think he's got to win. Yeah. I mean, like, people were, I will say it's one of those things where even if he loses on Saturday, I don't think it's the end of the world because he just, you know, he mm-hmm. won the tournament and yeah. he can always have a rematch in like October or at the Dome or something. Um, I do think it kind of exposed that people needed to calm the fuck down earlier this year when people were like, they're wasting a robo and da, da, da. like that was a big thing on Twitter. And it's like, it's not like he was ever doing nothing. I mean, he was in the full right of the dome. He 
was in, you know, had a title cha- challenge against Osprey in February, and then he went right to the junior tag title feud for like months, and that that occupied his time, and then he won as a super junior. So I don't know, like some of like the the they're wasting Hiromu stuff, like it just it, it really looks like really overblown now. I think. I, I just remember thinking it was odd he was pinned in their last. Um... That is true, but he, he was pinned by Desperado, I think. Yeah, I, I guess that is true. Which, I guess I that, think is, it, that does play to a larger story. We yeah. didn't really know they were telling at the time, so I, yeah. I guess that's fine. In respect. I thought that was yeah. odd, not not a, a red flag, but just like, well, Bushi's right there, so. Right, and and in, in hindsight, I think it makes sense. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just think it's it's a little moment where, you know, I'm I'm not always like the most positive person on New Japan booking, but I, I wanted to definitely like defend Gendo a little bit here and be like, I he, I think he kind of knew what he was doing with Hiromu. I think everybody needs to calm down a little bit. But And the fact that he won this tournament at the end obviously makes it a lot easier to say that, you know? Yeah. I think if he had gone to the final and had this amazing match and lost to Ishimori, it, it wouldn't have been like the end of the world either. But just the fact that he, you know, won the won the thing was um, just a really cool thing. And by the way, they, they fake everybody out with Ishimori, which I think they deserve credit for. Like they had him debut attacking Osprey. Like you said it, you thought Taiji's going to win this because he had gotten the big push. He was the newcomer. He had that segment on Duntaku. He beat Osprey. Like you, you because of all that, you thought Will was going to win. So I thought, or I mean, that Taiji was going to win. So I think they probably deserve some credit for setting that up really well. And they could always, I mean, I don't know if Will does win. Taiji does still hold a victory over him, so they can always go back to that. And I think, you know, he with that final, he he did a fine job elevating himself. Yeah, I think I, I mean I don't, I don't think Taiji's in any trouble at all. No, um, but yeah, I mean Hiromu's so clearly the most popular guy in the division that yeah, it just I don't I don't I think people who are worried about like oh he's not doing anything I think everybody just need to calm down a little bit and give it some time. But but yeah, the finals really fucking great match. Um, Hiromu Takahashi's probably it's, we're gonna talk about between this final and then all the other great matches had in this tournament. He probably rocketed up my list as far as like best wrestlers in the world this year. I think he's probably pretty close to the top. I don't know he's about good. Yeah, he's got a good case. He's certainly made a good case these last few weeks. Oh, the other reason, by the way, by the I think he's going to win on um, on Saturday. I don't know if this matters. Maybe they don't care if the junior champion's not around. But like, I don't think Osprey's working the G one tour. I think mm-hmm. he's he didn't last year, and I don't think he will again. I think he's gonna. Um, it sounds like he's going to be in New Zealand, Australia, like trying to elevate wrestling there like i know him and his girlfriend were looking at a house there or something so it doesn't sound like he's gonna be around for the summer so maybe they just don't want to have the junior champion like even though obviously you wouldn't be defending it during the g1 i don't know if you want your champion being like an absentee champion you know so like haroma was haroma won't be on in the g1 but it'll be on the shows like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Tag. so maybe. i don't know that might that might be a factor i'm not saying it's definitely a factor but i could see it um but yeah, let's get into our best of the super junior grades and all that. Okay, now. let's do it. All right. So block A, we'll start with the A block, which I should say I thought was by far the weaker of the two blocks. Yeah. Um, the we'll go in order here of standings. So we'll start with Taiji Ishimori, who won five and two with ten points. He won the block on a tiebreaker. Uh he defeated Will Ospreay, defeated Bushi, lost to Flip Gordon, lost to Kanemaru, defeated Tiger Mask, defeated ACH, and defeated Yo. Um, Ishimori, I didn't. So, I, I, in these grades for him and Hiromu, I'm not including the final 
because I don't think it's really fair to grade them on an extra match that you know had this big spot. Like I'm just strictly grading his tournament matches here. I did not think he had a good tournament at all, actually. Like my the grade I gave him before I watched the final was a D plus. Like mm. I just did not enjoy most of his matches. I thought he needed to show a lot more. Now in hindsight, after watching the final, it's clear that he was saving himself for the final, so I get it. But um I just didn't think he had a good tournament. I don't know. It just wasn't he was just very, very much just there for maybe maybe I could like elevate it to like a C minus or something, but he just he didn't stand out at all, and I thought he needed to as a as a guy debuting. But obviously, the, the it's a moot point anyway because he sure as hell stood out in the finals. So I had him around a, a B minus. I liked him a bit better than you. I don't, if you put him include the finals, I have him at a B plus. Uh, I think he yeah, if you was the final, if you include the finals, I go B. I would go like the final was so good, I'd go like B probably. Yeah, I mean, he's somewhat hampered by the fact that like he's like a natural born baby face and has been like from the moment he debuted and now he's kind of working through this new heel character yeah. here and doing different things and new moves and figuring it out. So I think he was at a bit of a disadvantage there, but like you said, he did kind of conserve himself during the, uh, the yeah, tournament I, to, uh, to go to the finals. And, yeah. And, I, I completely uh, agree with you on that too, because he never, I mean, as a, in, in the Torium on X, he was the baby face ace yep. and no, he was never really a heel. No. So this was like his, first, you know, he was like the flying star was his gimmick. So, yeah, and you know, he had to, you know, work through this on the biggest stage for a junior, pretty much. So, yeah, I, I thought like him a little bit of a break, but yeah. not not in the greatest tournament. No. Um, what you have is his best match. Uh, if we don't include, I mean, the finals clearly. But yeah, we don't, we don't include the final. Um, a couple. I like the will match. I thought that was a good start. Uh, for him there, I like the ACH match as well. Probably one of those two. Yeah, I went with the will match, but the ACH won't be the other one that I would I would put close to. Um, but did did you write down a worst match for these guys or no? Uh, I didn't really figure okay. out the worst. Yeah. The worst I for worst match for him I would put down Flip Gordon. Um, May twenty fourth I just didn't think it was very good. But there's two guys that come going to come up a lot in the worst match on this tour. So, um, but yeah, that was uh that was uh, Ishimori. Not not the greatest tournament, but obviously he really made up for it with that final. So and that's what people are going to remember anyway. So, um. Second place was Will Ospreay, five and two, ten points. He lost to Shimori, defeated ACH, defeated Yo, lost to Bushi, defeated Kanemaru, defeated Tiger Mask, and defeated Flip Gordon. Um, I gave him a solid B. Um, I thought he was good pretty much throughout the tournament. There wasn't a ton of matches that I didn't like here, and he probably had one of the stronger tournaments in the A block. Um, he didn't really have like a ton of blow, like super blow away matches in my opinion, in my opinion, but I, he didn't have a lot of great opponents to work with. So I, I get it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much where I was at with him. Just a solid B. I bumped him up to an A cause I thought he was the best guy in his block. And like you said, he didn't have the greatest opponents like block B, you know, and a lot, a lot of the guys in the tournament had their best match against Will. So I thought he, uh, did a real solid job there. And, um, yeah, that's about it. So he, you know, he main evented a lot of the shows. And I thought he did a great job. So he was one of the, one of the three top guys for me in the tournament. Um, for his best match, I went with the ACH match on May twentieth um, in Numazu, uh, which I gave four stars. Uh, I thought it was a very good match and a great battle between you know two Western style high flyers and and surprisingly physical too. They did a lot of like a lot of chops, which I yeah. went for that match. 
Yeah, I would agree that was his uh, his best outing. Uh, his worst outing, I went with the Kanemaru match on May 29th. I just thought that was very boring, but not a lot of people had a great match for Kanemaru. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the block is all tied three and four, so we'll just go alphabetical order now. Um, ACH, three and four, eight points. Uh, he defeated Flip, lost to Osprey, lost to Kanemaru, defeated Yo, lost to Bushi, lost to Ishimori, and defeated Tiger Mask. Another guy that I put right with a solid B. Um, I thought he was he did the best he could with the block, and uh, you know he didn't really have a ton of stinkers or anything. And there again wasn't didn't have like those super blowaway matches either. But I thought he had a pretty good tournament. I had him in A minus there. He was someone who really put it all together in the tournament. He always had the charisma and the high flying. He added the striking and uh, I thought selling was really good throughout the tour too. And someone. I would definitely like to see back. I don't know if there's room for him. It sounds like he's going to other pastures anyway, maybe not greener, but definitely yeah, other ones. Definitely. So we'll but, a, uh, yeah. that, a place that definitely needs more tiny, tiny high flyers. Mm. So, yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, best match against uh, Osprey and a really good tournament for him. Um, okay. I, I, that's what I have too for his best match, Osprey on May 20th. And for his worst match, I have Kanemaru on May 24th. So, mm. it's not a nothing match kind of. Um, Bushi, three and four. Um, he lost to Yo, lost to Ishimori, and lost to Tiger Mask. The second year in a row, he started his tournament off with three straight losses. Um, defeated Osprey, defeated ACH, defeated Flip, and then lost to Kenamaru in that uh, whiskey slash misplitting match we talked about earlier. So I gave him a C plus. Um, I only thought he was slightly above average. I just thought, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of times during the tournament, he just kind of looked like he was there, but. You know, he put he managed to put together for a couple really good matches, which is, you know, more than some of the other people on the block. And, you know, I just thought he was he was a little bit above average. So C plus. I had him at a C, just kind of a, a blah tournament. He just seems like someone who has a good spot and is content to stay there and he's not gonna make the leap like someone like Desperado did this year. Yeah. And uh best match, um I don't even know. I didn't think I wrote one down, but I, I did like the Kanemaru match by the end, at least for the finish. There were there were two matches I liked to his. I liked the Yo match on May 18th. I went four stars on that, and that would be the one I put at best. And then I liked the Osprey match, too, from uh, the May 26th show in Nagoya. I went three and three quarters on that one. So I'd just go, I'd slightly edge out the Yo match. His worst match I thought was the Flip Gordon match on May 31st. Speaking of Flip Gordon. Oh, boy. Three, three and four. Lost to ACH, defeated Katamaru, defeated Ishimori, defeated Tiger Mask, lost to Yo, lost to Bushi, lost to Osprey. Do you want to guess what I gave the Flipster? Oh. Is, is it F for Flip? It is indeed F for Flip. Oh, I wow. Thought I, I thought I had a terrible tournament. Rich Crate um, owes me five bucks. Oh, really? <laughs> I, what, I bet he gives him an F. And what if Rich, what Rich didn't think I'd give him an F? No, I don't know. I just I made a note about it. Like I, I bet she does. So there you go. Um, I, I just thought he had a terrible tournament. I don't know. I mean, I, I ranted enough about how much I hate the guy. I guess, but like, you know, I just didn't think he was any good. No, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm at a B for the flipster. I thought, uh, I thought the ACH and Will matches were awesome, and the rest was uh, decent. He really got himself over in the tournament. People were he, going pretty nuts he did for get, him. He did get himself over. So That's pretty. I gotta, give him, I gotta give him some credit there. Not, not perfect. Not even like top half but still you know decent enough um i thought his best match was the tiger mask match in nagoya because i thought it was really funny how bad he was in that match (laughs) (laughs) like it and how much more competent as a wrestler tiger mask was so that was the most enjoyment i got out of a flip match um i thought his worst match was the bushi match which was just 
I don't know what the fuck he was doing in that match, but there was just like there were a lot of things in that match that just didn't make any sense. Um, I don't I don't know. I'm trying to remember what the fuck there. There was like some spot that like really really upset me when I was watching that match, but I don't even remember what it was now. Just all the Bushi matches kind of went together for me now, I guess. Mm. Um, or all the flip matches, I should say. But yeah, so what do you think this best match was? The ACH or the Austin? Probably the ACH one, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, Flip Gordon, not very good, um, <laughs> in my opinion. But other people like him, so that's fine. Let's see. Up next, Tiger Mask 4, 3 and 4, defeated Kanemaru, defeated Yo, defeated Bushi, starting out 3 and 0. Then he lost to Flip, lost to Ishimori, lost to Osprey. Lost to ACH, and that was Tiger Mask Tournament. Um, I went three and four. Oh, I remember what I, I hated about the push. Oh, good. <laughs> Wait, okay. So Flip Gordon, he does this dive, okay, on Bushi. And he did this all tournament, but th- this is the worst example. Bushi's, like, standing there in, like, the perfect position to catch him. And Flip does this dive and managed to, manages to miss Bushi's entire fucking body. He maybe grazed his arm lightly with his arm, and that's it, and lands on his feet. So basically makes Bushi have to take, like, a giant bump for nothing, for no contact. Like, he was shot with an invisible cannonball. I just, like, if that one spot doesn't, like, sum up Flip Gordon's entire tournament. He did a flip, and he was happy with himself for landing on his feet, but he made his opponent look like a fucking idiot for having to take a phantom bump. So... Um, and then this is also the match where he was like yelling, like "Oh!" Like he was doing karaoke of uh, the the '90s hit "Unbelievable" by EMF every time he got hit by a forearm from Bushi. So yeah, this was really bad. He was really terrible in this match. He also sold for the MX like he was like an eight year old, like getting told in a school play that he was shot and had to go down. So like there was a weird delay when he took it when he took the move, but. Anyway, back to Tiger Bass. <laughs> I'm sure his waiting is great uh, <laughs> he's listening to this. Um, B minus is what I hate Tiger Mask. I thought he had a good tournament. Um, you know, really nothing wrong with it. Nothing like super blow away, but um, just solid performances in every match. So I had him at a B, which is maybe grading on a curve, uh, a curve because he is 47 years old. He's been doing this forever. That's true. I kind of forget that. I mean, he goes back to the Michinoku Pro days, uh, in the prime of that company. I think he, I mean, he's usually pretty okay in these tournaments. I think he benefited by Jushin Liger not being there because they kind of play the same role, only Liger is more popular and you kind of wonder why you need Tiger Mask. But he did a lot of uh, really solid work in this, kind of his, one of his better outings. And uh, yeah, best. I really like the um, the Yo match in this. I thought that was uh, his best work. But overall, like a really solid and surprising output from him. Yeah, I thought he was good. Um, let's see. Yo was up next. He had three and four, um, just like everybody else here in the, in the A block. Are those two people? He defeated Bushi, lost to Tiger Mask, lost to Osprey, lost to ACH, defeated Flip, defeated Kanemaru, and lost to Ishimori. Um, I went B minus for Yo. Also, I thought again he was good throughout the tournament. He just didn't have like that one blow away performance, and I, I, I think it might even be like comparing it to Sho that really hurts him because I think Sho and the other block had like such a great fucking tournament that like Yo, in comparison, just looks like he was uh, he was good, but he could have been better. And maybe that's unfair because Sho had a lot better opponents. But 
yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with you. I won't be minus. Good tournament. Um, certainly held up his end of the bargain and excited to see what he can do in the future. Yeah, I had him at a B. A nice, a nice tournament for him. Good, good output. Um, nothing, you know, nothing, uh, you know, superlative. Kind of overshadowed a bit by his partner. But, you know, it was fresh to see him in there. I thought that was really nice. And, uh, yeah, solid output overall. Uh, best match, I went with the Bushi match. Uh, May 18th at Corican. I went four stars on that. I thought it was a really good match. I think I like the Tiger Mask one the, the best. Yeah, that was good, too. Uh, his worst match, Flip Gordon, May 29th. Um, oh, almost over Flip, don't worry. <laughs> Yoshinobu Kanemaru, three and four. Lost to Tiger Mask. Lost to Flip. Defeated ACH. Defeated Ishimori. Lost to Osprey, lost to Yo, and defeated Bushi. Um, I went C minus on Kanemaru. I thought he really wasn't very good throughout the tournament. He had a couple matches that I really enjoyed, and they were both like around ten minutes long. So maybe that's just what he is at this point. But um, the Tiger Mask match and the Bushi match, but yeah, and basically everything in between wasn't that great. So I gave him a little bit of credit for having a couple good matches, and it's not like he was like super awful. Or anything, but he was just kind of just there. Um, but yeah, I would see minus on him. Yeah, I have the same grade. Nothing. I mean, nothing embarrassing, but just not. You know, how many times can you spit whiskey at someone? <laughs> yeah, so I don't even know. I guess I like Bushi Mask the the best at the end there. I went with Tiger Mask, but yeah, it would have been between those two. Because I thought the Tiger Mask match was just like shockingly good, and kind of started Tiger Mask good tournament. So, um, worst match. You want to guess? Oh boy, Flip uh, Gordon. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, let me that's... think before you say the answer. Oh, sorry. I get a chance yeah. to guess. Um, the I thought that was a joke that it was obvious, but oh. I guess you could have gone with something too. Um, but A block, you know, it was okay, but clearly the B block was better, as we're going to yeah. get into here. Um, starting out with Hiromu Takahashi, who went five and two, uh, defeated Marty Scroll, lost to Desperado, lost to Dragon Lee. Defeated Taguchi, defeated Chris Saban, defeated Cho, defeated Kushida. I mean, I went A plus for Hiromu, and that's not even including the final. Um, you know, there was only one match that I didn't like out of his out of all of them, and he just had so many great matches, including what I thought was the best match other than the final, too. So um, so I might as well just say that his best match for me was the Desperado match on May twenty second, which I gave four and a half stars. I thought, you know, it's on my match of the year list. So uh, I just thought he had an outstanding tournament. I mean, what else is there to say? Yeah, A for me. A plus if you want to throw in the, uh, the the finals. He was my MVP of the tournament pretty clearly. I mean, the, the Dragon Lee and Desperado matches were out of this world, but just a solid output throughout. Just, yeah, just, just yeah, I uh, have, the best guy. I have four, four and a half against Desperado, four against Dragon Lee, four and a quarter against Taguchi, and, and four and a quarter against Sho, and four flat against Kushida. So, Outstanding tournament. Yep. Um, the worst match, the only match in the tournament I didn't like for his was the very first one, which was Marty Scroll. So I just yeah, that was yeah, that was kind of a I don't know, just kind of weird. We'll a long, long, boring twenty-minute match. I thought. Um, but yeah, Kushida was in second, four and three, eight points. He had the tiebreaker over Marty um, for second place. So there you go, Kushida. You got second all to yourself. Um, he lost to Chris Saban, defeated Marty Scroll, lost to Taguchi. <laughs> Show defeated Desperado, defeated Dragon Lee, and lost to Hiromu. I went with an A for Kushida. I thought he uh, had a very good tournament again, as he pretty much does every year. Um, you know, a lot of again, like I three different four star matches, another one three and three quarters. So just 
fantastic tournament for him. I have him at a B plus. I thought he was uh, quietly solid or solidly quiet, one of the two. Uh, flew under the radar a bit because, I mean, the guys like Romu had the much flashier matches there, but really solid output all along. I mean, the we talked about the, uh, you know, Taguchi match was a wash, and the Romu match was still very good, a little disappointing, but the, the Dragon Lee and Desperado matches were very, very good, even with the part where he was on, the, like, the mail cart or something, and Desperado pushed him around. Yeah. But that was a little, a little odd, but still a lot, a lot of good stuff. And he, it felt like he was kind of taking a step back this year and giving other people, because he, you know, he'd been so fairly dominant in the tournament. But he took a little bit of a step back this year for the betterment of uh, everything overall. Now here's here's where the difference might might come in between our grades. Did you, what do you think of the show match? Uh, I liked it. It wasn't like I don't think it would crack my top five, but I really liked it because I wasn't spoiled or anything. I was just watching it, and I'm like, wow, this is really math based, and it kept going, and it it helped me. I thought it was really an interesting effort on on his part to do something different like that in the tournament. I, I you know I really liked it. It was not my match of the year or anything like that, or my match of the tournament, but still kind of an, an interesting experiment of sorts. Yeah, I, I see. I went four and a quarter on it. it was, I thought it was Kushida's best match of the tournament. And it, it's not going to make my top five either because there's so many yeah. great matches. But like, I just I thought it was fucking awesome. So that might be the difference. Um, you know, that was Kushida's best match. Just barely beats out the Despi match, the Roma match, the Lee match. But yeah, he had a he had a fantastic tournament. And um, you know, the worst match I had was the Marty Scroll one on May twenty second at Corkin. I just didn't really care for that one. Um, I also thought the Chris Saban match was kind of disappointing. That was the only other match I, I didn't really think that highly of. Um, okay, third third place, Marty Squirrel, four and three. Uh, he lost to Hiromu, lost to Gashida, defeated Saban, defeated Desperado, defeated Dragon Lee, defeated Taguchi, and lost to Show. Um, Marty Squirrel to me gets a D plus. Um, I thought he had a very poor tournament. The only the only real black mark in this tournament. I thought he had he had two really good matches. Um, the Desperado match, May 27th, I went four stars on. That was a great, like, two guys trying to out-cheat each other. And that was my favorite match of his in the tournament. And the show match, which at the end, I went three and three quarters. But the other five matches I thought were not very good. And that includes against guys who, like, had great matches with everybody else in the tournament. So I really had to give him a, a low grade because of that. Um, like, just to have boring matches of Dragon Lee and Hiromu on this tour is like pretty amazing and not in a good way. So yeah, I just thought uh I thought the Taguchi match that was the worst one, the June second one. So I had him at a C. He had a largely forgettable tournament. I actually liked the Dragon Lee match he had. But it just seemed like he was like he wandered in from the wrong company. It's like what are you doing here when you see him? Maybe it's because, you know, he's involved with the the never open weight titles, which is kind of more of a heavyweight title at this point and all the Stuff he's doing, he just didn't really fit in. You know, a lot of his matches weren't. You know, he had some good stuff, but a lot of his matches weren't that great. He, he, to me, also like, um, he was still really over. I have to say, yes. So, like the same thing as Flip, you have to give him credit for being over. But like, yeah, I just didn't. <laughs> I saw his in ring was pretty terrible. So, other than those two matches, um, fourth Chris Saban. Uh, we're getting all the three and four people now, so just alphabetical. Um, he defeated Kushida, lost a show. Lost to Marty Scroll, defeated Dragon Lee, lost to Hiromu, defeated Desperado, lost to Deguchi. Um, I went B plus on Saban. I thought he was almost shockingly good in this tournament. I mean, when he was announced, I did not expect, and like it, it might be like low expectations for him, but like I did not expect much. And he just went out there and I thought he had a lot of great performances, uh, two really great matches. The 
four, I went four and a quarter on the show match, uh, May 22nd at Corican, which I thought was an outstanding match. Like, again, a shockingly good match. And then I went four stars on the Taguchi match at the end, which I thought was like another unexpected great match. And then he was pretty much solid in everything else. The only thing I didn't really like of his was the Kushida match he opened up the tournament with, which is like, well, and that, that would be my worst match for him. Where, where like, you know, watching that match, it's like, oh, is he going to be able to do this? But then he had a great tournament. So, you know. Yeah, I had him at a B. I think you know, some people probably went in with overflated ex- overinflated expectations. Because, I mean, he, you know, Saban is a guy who's been around, you know, doing this for 18 years. He's mainly been a tag guy the last couple of years. But he went in and had some, you know, some very good matches, pretty solid throughout the tournament. You know, nothing nothing crazy, but just solid, good workmanlike effort uh, throughout. Yeah, and I thought, um, see, maybe that's the opposite. I had the exact opposite. I had no expectations for him mm-hmm. at all. So maybe that's why. But, yeah. Um, then we had Dragon Lee at three and four. Uh, defeated Cho, defeated Taguchi, defeated Hiromu. Lost to Chris Saban, lost to Marty Scroll, lost to Kushida, and lost to Desperado. Um, he's another one I give an A plus to. I mean, there'll be a bunch in this block. I'm telling you right now. And he's just, he, you know, he had one bad match in the entire tournament, I think, with the one with Marty. And the entire rest of the tournament, I thought, you know, he just ranged from like he had two different four and a quarter star matches at Desperado on June third, which I thought was his best match of the tournament, and. And another like amazing match would show on May nineteenth, the start of the tournament, which I went four and a quarter on. But you know, obviously a great match at Romu. Um, great, I, I thought a really you know underrated match with Saban. Uh, just a fantastic tournament for him. Yeah, I had him in a one of my elite three for the tournament. Just, I mean, he got, he was hurt before the tournament started, and people wondered like, oh, will he be able to compete or will it be hampered? And he was just crazy effort every night, and just. I mean, in terms of effort, he, it's it's tough to compete with him. And um, yeah, yeah, he had the tough spot. He won his first three matches, then had to lose out the rest of the way. But I mean, the matches Takahashi, the Yo match, Kushida. Just, I mean, just tons of just super high quality stuff throughout. So excellent, excellent, excellent job. Um, and then we have El Desperado, who went three and four. And um, believe it or not, if if not for the finals, this would be my MVP. Um, he defeated Taguchi, defeated Hiromu. Lost to show, lost to scroll, lost to Kushida, lost to Saban, and defeated Dragon Lee. Um, obviously, if I said I'm in the final, I'd be my MVP. I would, I would give him an A plus. Um, I, you know, I went four and a half on the Hiromu match, the best match of the tournament other than the final. You know, four stars on the scroll match. Like one of the few people to have a good match with scroll. Four stars with Kushida and Taguchi. Four and a quarter with Dragon Lee, and three and three quarters with Show. So just like he almost did not have a bad match. I mean, the only the worst match for him I put down was Chris Saban. I still think I gave that like three and a quarter. So um, I just thought he had an incredible tournament, an incredible coming out party for him. Um, not that he hasn't had good performances before, but like this is where he just elevated himself to like one of the top, one of the top wrestlers in the division. Yeah, I have an A minus just because Dragon Lee and Hiromu were just a bit, just a little bit better than him, but just super effort every time out. He finally made, he made the jump. I think people have been waiting for this. Ever, kind of ever since he came back from Mexico, but kind of really cemented himself there as a, a player going forward. And just very great matches. I would agree, besides the final, I think the Hiromu match was the match of the tournament. So that'll earn you some high marks. The 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 whole idea of the jump, too, I think that's a great point because do you remember last year when he had that, that junior title match with Kushida at the Destruction, I think it was, mm-hmm. which was like a very disappointing match, in my opinion. And I think that was the kind of thing where people were like really expecting the two of them to like tear the house down and really like, you know, 
Desperado show that he's a main player now. And it was very disappointing. It just was like, I just remember being like a three-star match. And, you know, I, I think people kind of thought maybe he's just never going to be that kind of singles player, even in the, in the junior division. But boy, did he step it up here. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought he had a good tournament last year, but nothing like this. No. And like, this was, ex- this was where he really just like, you know, had his moment where like, if, if I was going to rank the best in-room wrestlers of the year, like he's probably going to make my top 10 now and pretty much just on the strength of this tournament. So um, I just thought he had a fantastic, fantastic tournament and we'll see what he's able to do for the rest of the year here. I mean, I think it's mental if he doesn't get another junior title shot at least, and he probably should have a junior title ring. So, yeah. They have the built-in storyline. If Hiromu wins, I think that's yeah. a good next, next step. Yeah. Um, Ryusuke Taguchi is next three and four. Um, he lost to Desperado, lost to Dragon Lee, defeated Kushida, lost to Hiromu, defeated Sho, lost to Scroll, and defeated Sabin. Um, I gave Taguchi a B. Um, I didn't think he was bad. I thought he had a couple matches where he just was there. Um, but by the end, like he's put together enough good matches that I would feel weird going lower than a B. Um, what you what do you have as great? I am at a C plus. I mean, he's a guy who usually turns it on during Best of Super Juniors. He just really didn't for me this year. I mean, there was some some very good stuff, the Hiromu match and all that, but a lot of kind of eh matches. And maybe if he had a a real quote unquote real match with Kushida, it would have it would have helped. But that's uh, not the route they went. I mean, I really like the Saban match at the end, which mm. more a lot more than you did. So that's probably yeah. a big big boost for him. But yeah, the Hiromu match. I thought the Dragon Lee match was good. Um, I thought the Desperado match was really good. So just a lot of good stuff. Um, the only match I really hated of his was the Marty Scroll match. Oh, Gordon. Oh, never mind. No, <laughs> no the, the Marty Scroll match because it just felt like way too long just to do that Eddie Kurt finish, you know. So I don't know. It just wasn't that. It didn't hold my attention throughout, and then it was a uh, not not a great match. Um, the last guy we're gonna talk about is Show um, three and four again. Lost to Dragon Lee, defeated Chris Sabin, defeated Desperado, lost to Kushida, lost to Taguchi, lost to Hiromu, and defeated Marty Scroll. This is the guy that, like, I I was I when I before I did it, before I did this, if you asked me what his grade was, I, I would have said like an A minus maybe. But then when I went through his 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 matches, he he had a four and a quarter match for me with Dragon Lee on May nineteenth. I think that's his best match. Um, four and a quarters for Kushida, four stars with Sabin. Three and three quarters with Desperado, four and a quarter with Hiromu, three and three quarters with Takuchi, three and three quarters with Scroll, which was his worst match of the seven. So he's the only guy who probably didn't have a single bad match. Just amazing. You know, that's why I have to give him an A plus. I mean, he he was right there with for me with like Desperado, Lee, and Hiromu, as far as like and with the consistency, he just off the charts for him. So yeah, I had him an A minus, but going over those matches, he can't be less than an A. I mean, it was. I mean, the real loser here I, is I really don't want to see Rapungi Vice team up anymore. Like, I want to see kind of both <laughs> guys do their single stuff, you know, instead yeah. of wasting their time. But I mean, yeah, just a great matches and a great variety of matches too. He had the the one with Kushida, and then kind of the the crazy one with Dragon Lee, and just just super stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't want to see Rapungi three K anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's just the, the you know, Yo was good. And it, it isn't, like I said, though, like it almost made Yo look bad by comparison because yeah. Sho was just like, Sho looked like a fucking ace. I mean, Sho looked like the guy in these tournaments. Like, you know, it's it's very easy, too, to do the Power Junior style and, like, stand out, you know, because you're, you're getting to throw all these other little guys around. So that always helps. 
but like he just had so much charisma too you know like he just mm-hmm. like were, he looked like a complete package and it's crazy that we're like we're, we're like eight months into his career like his yeah. post line career and he looks like he's got it all figured out already i mean but we just talked about desperado it took him like what four fucking years after he came back from excursion to put it all together finally mm-hmm. five it's been I, I when did he come back 2013 2014 um, somewhere. yeah somewhere in there somewhere in there so it's like four or five years you're talking about before he finally put it all together consistently and you know, had a tournament like this, it took show eight months. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, I've seen people even say, like, he could be a heavyweight ace, which is, like, he's a little short for that, but you know mm. what? If they can, if they could, like, shoehorn him up there, maybe. Yeah, I know I know. size means less than it probably ever has before. He is, he is pretty small, but hey, who knows? Yeah. I mean, if his if his career ends up being, like, junior ace, then that's still a pretty damn good career. Yeah, the, so. that's that's okay. Um. But yeah, so the B block was really fucking good. Yeah, um, and that's pretty much what put this tournament over the top as far as being a, you know, really good tournament. The A block was just there, but the B block was awesome. Do you want to do? Do you have a top five matches? Um, I'll try to do one off the. I mean, okay, no, nothing start. surprising here. I think Hiromu Desperado was number one. Oh, Hiromu Desperado. Uh, okay. well, yeah. Oh, so Hiromu Desperado, I had number one, and then uh, then her- the Dragon so, League match in there. Oh, so sorry. What about I'm, I'm counting Hiromu Ishimori? So do you want to still? Oh yeah. Play? Oh, if, if that counts, then yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely number one. Okay, that's why I'm looking at you. Yeah. No, sorry. And then Hiromu so I also did. so I have the same top two as you. Hiromu Ishimori number one. Hiromu Desperado number two. And then um, God, there's like you know 50 matches that could go in there. <laughs> I have Show Dragon Lee number three. Yeah. May 19th, Desperado Dragon Lee number four from June 3rd, and then Kushida Show uh, from May 27th number five. But um. Yeah, I just thought it was a, and there was a lot of like a, you know four and a quarter stuff that I could put three through five as well. So like, you know, you could just kind of take your pick. But all B block, I have to say. Because... Yeah, yeah, I would focus on the B block if you need yeah. to uh, do, do a catch up here. But yeah, if you, so if you're not, so if you're not, um, like like Joe was saying, if you if you didn't see a ton of stuff, I would say like pretty much watch everything Hiromu, Dragon Lee, Desperado, and Show did, especially against each other. I mean. Pretty much any of that is going to be really, really good. Yep. Um, you know, if you have time, you can check out like Kushida stuff too, which is good. Um, you know, you can check out Marty, uh, not Marty Scroll, Chris Saban stuff. Uh, Marty Scroll is the only one you can pretty much skip in the B block. But yeah, those those guys, pretty much those four, will not like steer you wrong. No. So, um, and then obviously Hiromu and Shibori had an outstanding final to cap it all off. Yep. Good year. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. Great tournament. Um. Do you want to talk a little bit about Dominion before we get out of here? Sure. What are you? What are your thoughts on Kenny Okada? Is Kenny gonna beat Okada for the title? <laughs> oh, I think I was on Voices of Wrestling like a year ago and predicted uh, Kenny would win the match. They ended up going the sixty-minute draw, but I'll say Kenny does win this time. It's finally his time. I'm going to say Okada retains. You know, that, that's never a bad bet. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I honestly think it's just being such a Naito fan and like. Just feeling so confident that Naito was going to win, and then watching Okada just beat him, that I just feel like now, like I'm just like, I I can't I can't like I, I just can't help but look at all these Omega fans being like, because I did I did a poll on my Twitter today, and like for a while it was like 75 percent that thought Omega was going to win, and I was like that's way too many of you <laughs> that are like mm-hmm. you know sure that Omega's going like, to I just it feels like a moment where it's like oh, you know. It's Okada, you know, like yeah, like, yeah. It's just 
there's always that chance. I, I, if you had to put a gun in my head, I would say Okada, but I'm like 60-40. Like, yeah. I definitely feel like Omega could win. Like, it will not surprise me at all if he does. But um, if you like, gun to my head, I still think Okada retains. Um, yeah, I would not be yeah. surprised if Okada won. <laughs> my jaw will not drop on the floor. Um, do you think they're going to... Or do you think they're going to go like 90 minutes like people are saying? I'm I'm going to guess 75 total. That seems that seems fair. That, that's more about where I'm guessing too. And do you think it's going to... Because I, I wasn't as high on some of the matches last year as some people, but I still, you know, uh, the first two I, li- I did like quite a bit. Do you, do you think it's on top the first two? Um, I'm going to say no, because I just, I just think 75 minutes is a long time for a wrestling match. I mean, I'm sure it'll be great, but I don't think it'll top. I agree. I think I think the the dome match will be safe as far as the best match of the three. Mm. Um, and unless you, why do you think it's the Dominion match or something? No, I pro- I'm probably the dome. I mean, they yeah. probably deserve a rewatch, but the dome still sticks out in my mind. Um, and then as far as Jericho Naito, do you think there's any chance Jericho's winning? I could see that. I could, I could, you know, you know, call him fuckface and then uh, <laughs> take his belt. I guess. Um. To me, yeah, it all that, comes down to something up for uh, San Francisco, the Cow Palace. I could, I could yeah. see that happening. Like, do they have him for another date? Right. That's basically. Yeah. Like, if they do, I actually do think he's winning because I think, um, you know, Naito, they have to get the stupid belt off of Naito probably, and mm. just especially if he's going to be working, you know, the Dome against Okada again, which is what I think is going to end up happening. But you know, they could if they don't have him for another date, then obviously Naito's retaining. So it's pretty much like. Unless we and without knowing that, there's no real way to guess. But I mean, I my gut right now tells me Naito is retaining. But again, if Jericho wins, I'm not going to be surprised. Um, Osprey, Hiromu, we kind of covered. I think Hiromu's probably winning. Yeah, I, I hope so at least. Um, I would. I mean, I definitely hope so too. But I, I think he is. I think I feel reasonably confident. Um, the what about the tag titles? Are the Young Bucks winning the tag titles? I think so. I mean, I think Evelyn. Uh, Sonata had a nice run, but um, yeah, I would like to see the Bucks have the tag titles at this point. I'll see, I th- I'm going to say no, but it's only only because to, the the thing that throws me for a loop a little bit is the Young Bucks have those six man belts. So I don't know if you really want to put both titles on them, but like I think maybe the Young Bucks are going to lose here, let Evil and Sonata carry the tag belts through the G1, and then maybe beat them for it at like Destruction or King of Pro Wrestling or something. Yeah, I could. Right. I mean, I, could see, I mean, nice thing about this show, there's nothing. Certainly, nothing is set in stone. Yeah, where the big matches go, nothing predictable. Yeah, it's a very, it's, it's, you know, there's nothing here where you're like, oh yeah, um, you know, kind of definitely, yeah, it's not predictable at all, really. Which is not, you can't always say that for New Japan. Um, never title. If you want to change, of some sort, I do hope uh, Taichi wins. I think he'd be kind of great. That <laughs> I really, I really hope so too. Never title holder. I could see that. I really want it. I really, really want it, but I don't like if you put I can't expect something like that because it'll just be too disappointed if it doesn't happen. I don't I don't think Elgin's winning, but yeah. it's gonna be Taichi or Goto. But um neither I think probably Goto retains, but either way. Um and let me there's really nothing else. Oh, the junior tag title match. Yeah, Republic Three Ks winning that. <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it seems pretty oh, well. clear. Um but all right, I guess we can wrap it up there then. Um, Joe, thank you for coming on and listening to me scream about Flip Gordon. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Do you want to plug anything? Sure. You, uh, just follow me at Twitter at uh, Joe Gagne, G-A-G-N-E. I want to wear it for my 
opinions on wrestling and all that. And um, five star match game here at Voices of Wrestling. John on the last uh, on the last episode about Dragon Gate, a great episode if I have to say so. Yeah, I really I listened back to it and I really enjoyed it too. It's it's and, a lot of fun. Definitely check solid, it out. Solid second, or I sh- actually shouldn't say, should I? <laughs> Spoiler, it's been it's been <laughs> a week. I think people, eh, whatever place. If people um, are listening to this, they probably listen to that. So I would I wouldn't worry too much about it, but still check it out. Yeah, it's at a good time, and I guess you don't know who finished above and below me. So, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously you can follow us at Wrestle Omikaze. Oh, we did get one question. That's oh right. yes, let me see. Um, I just remembered. So. It's see, it's hard to it's hard when you only get one question because it's like, you know, if you have a lot of questions, you go in thinking, you know, got a lot of questions to get to, but here we got one. So, uh, it's from at a b e n j a one. With nearly a half year into New Japan 2018, how do you think New Japan has fared so far, match quality wise? How would you compare the promotion so far to last year around this time? Um, I'm pleased with it. Uh, I think Wrestle Kingdom was great this year. Uh, probably a bit better top to bottom than last year. I think the New Japan Cup was certainly much better. I think the uh, Best of Super Junior was, uh, I think, as far as the top matches goes, was better. There have yeah. been some hiccups. I think Okada's been, hasn't had the run like he had last year. I think the uh, Suzuki Naito match was a, a bit of a disappointment, but uh, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with the uh, so- things so far. So I would before like I, I had an answer in mind for this like before that that um that question I was like well it's overall better than last year but they haven't had a five star match like Okada Shibata last year but now they've had a five star well, there match. you go <laughs> so now everything is great yep um, all the bases are covered yeah I mean like basically I agree with everything you said I think Okada's reign has been a little bit less but that's also because I didn't really like the Zack Saber Junior match which is. He hasn't had that many defenses, so like mm. you know, I'd like this not a match at like a four and a quarter level. Um, the Saber match I didn't really care for at all, but I, a lot of his stuff doesn't land with me. And the Tanahashi match I thought was awesome though, like four and a half. That's true. So, so I thought yeah, it's been fine. It hasn't been a lot of defenses, so is the other yeah. thing. And the Naito match like four and a half level again, so which is exactly where I had the Omega match. So you know what? He's his reign's been fine. How I think about it, because you know what? I hated the Suzuki match last year, the new beginning. Uh, Okada Suzuki match, mm. so he hasn't had a match like I hated like that in in the uh, in the year so far. So a lot of it's going to depend on Dominion, you know. Like is is Okada Omega going to be like in like last year at Dominion? I went. Um, I thought Okada Omega was not as good as some people said, but still a good match. Um, and I thought Jericho or Naito and Tanahashi was like an outstanding match. That was like a legitimate match of the year candidate for me. And same thing with Kushida and Hiromu. So, like, if Hiromu and Osprey and, like, Naito Jericho, like, way over deliver and, you know, Okada Omega delivers, then I, you're pretty much ahead of schedule from last year, I think. So, um, but, yeah, other than that, like, I think pretty pretty good year so far. And, like, and I think the booking has been a lot better. Yeah. I Probably, think. like, the undercard stuff has been booked. Like, the tag divisions have been booked a lot better than last. Like, there was yeah. nothing in the, there was nothing in the heavyweight tag division um, it, uh, the entire year, let alone just half a year, built as well as the Evil Sonata and Killer Elite Squad match. Because mm-hmm. they did a really good job building that up for Dentaku, or the uh, the show on the way to Dentaku, the Hinokuni. So. Yeah. yeah, tag divisions have always been kind of a, a bit of a, a blind spot, so to speak, in terms of the booking, but they've been a lot more focused and a, and a lot better this year. Yeah, and I like the I like that Romo Bushi against... Uh, Kanemo and Desperado feud a lot, so 
yeah, there's there's been a lot of good stuff on the undercards. So uh, I'm pretty satisfied with New Japan right now, and yep. I hope it continues. And we got a G1 to look forward to. So all right, uh, yeah, maybe we'll have you back on for that show. Um, hold on for the tag league wrap up. <laughs> the tag league wrap. Oh, that's December. You're already doing year end stuff, so it's just not meant to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big tag league <laughs> viewer. As we went over, I just wanted to do it to say I did it, and then I did it <laughs> so we'll see. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you as always for listening. Uh, next week, speaking of Dominion, I'm going to do an episode on Dominion, and my guest is going to be a debuting guest. It's going to be the former independent wrestler Grant Akuma. So Grant Akuma is coming on the show next week to discuss Dominion, and I'm sure we'll talk about his wrestling career as well. It's a very it's the first ever ex wrestler I've ever had on wow. on the podcast, which is pretty cool. So Grant Akuma next week to talk about Dominion. Um, in the meantime, thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Wrestle Omikaze, not wrestling, Wrestle Omikaze. And, you know, we'll see you next week. Thanks again for coming on, Joe. All right. Thank you. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.